You're listening to the Oh Those Toes podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a pedicure salon. Or at least it should be. Unfortunately, no, because we're in two different states. But hello again, <laughs> listeners, followers, friends, and people who stumbled on us by accident and stuck around this 45 seconds. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. <laughs> And I am your co-host, Annie. And yes, you are listening to the All Those Toes podcast. Um, I don't know how practical it would be if we recorded this from a from a salon. But it's pretty fucking noisy in those places. It is. And uh, at least around here, very often noisy in languages I don't speak. Uh. Agreed. Agreed. There is one I've been, you know, so I've been on the hunt for a good pedicurist uh what do, what do they call them uh nail tech what nail else? technician i think is the uh preferred or at least um uh, isn't that what uh juno's stepmom was i'm a nail technician <laughs> well someone who does my toes what? um i've been looking for for one that's like talented enough that they can do a good pedicure and then a good art to go with it because my issue is the pedicure itself is fine. It's the polish that I have an issue with. I don't like sloppy lines and miss spots and, you know, I don't like it coming out the edge or whatever. I'm a super picky bitch about that. Like, no. I should not be able to do a better job than you do at polishing ever. Well, that that's difficult because you really could do it professionally. I've seen your work. So, yeah, that puts it to a high standard. But then again, yeah, you know, you go to a professional because they can do it better than you. Or at least they should. Um, well, at a very minimum, and I get if you can't do the art, like if they can't do the art part of it, I understand, right? But your line should not be, like the polish should not be on my actual toe or my cuticle, like not on my skin. Mm. So you shouldn't have to tell me, oh, that'll wash off in the shower. Like, No, no you bitch. go around like, with a little stick and you clear that up. Yes. You yeah. know, or the opposite though. If you, if you, I've seen people go get the, the professional petty and... um they don't treat the cuticle first and therefore like there's the big cuticle line that makes it look like the petty's um, grown out before it even like you leave the shop. Yes, exactly. Yes. Or so, they'll leave like, like little skin bits around, like they don't get the whole thing. Yeah. So welcome okay. to this episode of us two picky bitches and our <laughs> problems with petties. But <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the only guy, you know, probably the only guy you know who's uh you know been to the the pedicure salon uh more than a dozen times and not not for my own purposes but somehow i always end up there um so my question is is it because they know that you like feet and they want you to like you know accompany them to the nudist beach and shit like sometimes <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously, with a significant other, you know, you're you're hanging out over the weekend or whatever, and uh, they're like, oh, I got to go get my toes done. You just go together, no big deal. Um, and... My husband has come with me in the past, and he's also gotten his toes done in the past. I um... always somebody always offers, and I always refuse. I I know how ticklish I am. Uh, I do not want buffed or polished toenails or anything of that nature i just i always pass but and you know people never stop offering um the husband yeah, actually likes the the massage part of it and the, no, chair, I'm, the massage chair i i'm terrible with the i don't like people touching my feet you know it's uh i don't understand that coming from you i know it's uh not ironic what is the word are, are you being a hypocrite that's the word I'm looking for. It's hypocritical, but <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've tried on a number of occasions. I, I continue to allow people to try to massage my feet or kiss my feet or suck my toes or whatever. And just no, never, uh, never been able to enjoy that. Not my bag, but I, guess. I mean, if you're extremely ticklish and you don't like being tickled, I can totally see that. Like, but a good foot rub, like you don't enjoy a good foot rub. No, but I don't enjoy a good neck or back rub either. Oh, okay. I don't know what's up with me. I'm just, uh, you know, that kind of touch just bothers me. I'm a weirdo. That is weird. But, I do enjoy a good a good back rub. Yeah. I do. 
in fact, it almost always leads to sex. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, it's really like basic bitch of me. I understand, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I, for me, it would be like so much the opposite kind of feeling. It would be like, lead to me going to the shower and, and shaking and curling up. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Do no, it's weird. That like, we're, we're talking like... about it and I'm picturing it and like my shoulders are tense. You get, like you're, you're scrunching up or you're like. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that way about other parts of your body? Like, what if somebody wants to rub your ass? Like, a good ass rub. I'm not talking about, like, anus. I'm, I mean, just <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I can't say I've had a specific, uh, somebody tried to give me a good ass rub. Because, I mean, if you're not into back rubs, somebody's not going to offer you an ass rub. <laughs> what if you're having, like, anal play or something? I mean, you know, like... You gotta touch the whole thing. You don't just jump right into the ass. I mean, I don't know. I get, you know, I think, I suspect that it's because mostly you're a giver. Yeah. I think that's. I don't know. It might just be because I'm autistic or something. I just, I, I, now that kind of massagey kind of touch, I can't, it doesn't really matter what body part you're trying it on. It's just not, aside from my scalp. what? And I think you know that you can't do not try to mess up my hair. That that's always been a thing. That's why I'm if, saying if what? we're past that point and you're giving me the good nails on the scalp scratch rub, yeah, that that that'll make me purr. But that's it. Nothing. That's really weird because that's the place that you I would think you'd be like, never in a fucking million years touch my hair or my scalp because running your dirty fingers through my beautiful hair. Like, I would think that would be your least favorite place to be uh, rubbed, really. I'm an enigma. You really are. Such a weird kid. <laughs> but meanwhile, back at the but, salon. So you but that's me, why we're here, right? We're just a couple of weirdos here. Yep. You asked me about, you know, why they bring me to the salon. So, um, yeah, obviously, significant others. I've gone with them. I uh, have had a couple friends who knew I had a foot fetish who would then, you know, intentionally. I had a friend who, like, came in from out of state. He shot me a text and said, I'm going to get my petty, like, lunchtime. Meet me at such and such a place. I'm like, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what better place to chill out and uh, and catch up than uh, at the while they're getting their petty? Right, yeah, while well, they're getting all, all, I mean, it's the best time, like immediately after the pedicure is when it's the prettiest, right? Although I gotta tell you, I did go, uh, one of the last times I went, um, this very rude, disgusting looking man walked in and demanded that they do a last minute petty because he had an ingrown toenail. And the girl tried explaining to him that they don't do that there. He has to go to a podiatrist. And he yeah, said, no, no. Not- You've always done it. I'm a diabetic and you guys do a really good job here. So you have to do it. And they did it. I'm not really sure why, because I wouldn't have, but um, it was really gross. Like the whole situation was just really gross. His feet were gross. He was gross. He was a gross human being. I can't think of which ones per se, but it really wouldn't matter to our audience. But um, I know that I've been to a couple salons that do actually cater to diabetic foot care as well as, you know, obviously women and much more, uh, you know, toenail painting, etc. Well, diabetic foot care is different than an ingrown toenail, though. Yeah, well, you brought up the him saying he's diabetic, you know. That's true. That's true. He did Because of the fact that he's diabetic, the ingrown toenail, if not treated, could get become something very significant. But we do not give medical advice on this show. We do not, no. We talk about sexy things and feet. Um, <laughs> So I did yes, have two different at two different times, two different coworkers. I mean, you, you kind of get that the work wife situation. Okay, yeah. So two different of my coworkers would had actually had me go to the petty with them, and I don't know if they had already figured out what my deal was, or if it was more like, I mean, one of them also would take me dress shopping with her. You know, like she just wanted my fashion advice. She. 
she figured out that I was bi and you know I was gonna say gay if friend you're thinking vibes. it was just because you're like yeah, you both ways. Because <laughs> it was the total gay friend vibes. She trusted my fashion advice more than she trusted most of her female friends. So in that kind of vibe, going to get the petty with her was no big deal either for her. Are you Polly at work too? I mean, come on, because usually we have one work wife. But you got two work wives, too. Well, this was at two <laughs> different times, you know, as, as people come in and out of the office. Um, you know, I the, the layout of my office doesn't really allow me to have more than one at a time anyway. So, yeah, work, work wife polyamory. <laughs> Don't know. I'll let you know when, when there's, you know. You're um, such a slut. And I'm not slut shaming you. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, you know, I get asked a lot uh, what I do uh, to take care of my feet. Now, it's both by men and women. I know that sometimes the men ask just because they want to talk about it as they're masturbating on the other end. Um Eight DMs to a sticky belly, as I've always said. (laughs) But I do get asked sometimes, um, and also in group chats, it pops up with, you know, like, what are the best ways to care for your feet? Now, we we have to clarify, right? Like, these are for for the people that want to present, like, a clean, soft look. Because there's people that cater to other fetishes, and they like the callous feet, and the dirty feet, and the super stinky feet um you know that collect the lint in between the toes and all that um but i i do prefer to keep my feet clean not that they don't i mean they get dirty all the time but um once they get too bad i do go get a pedicure and then in between pedicures i'm constantly taking care of my feet so i thought we'd talk a little bit about you know kind of a routine and how to keep your feet uh pretty and pampered and ready for your partner because i don't know about you have you ever um made out with uh like really rough feet really rough no i wouldn't say so i think i've always been lucky to have partners who pay some attention you know occasionally to be like, oh i'm sorry there's a callus here and the funny thing is like They'll bring it to my attention before I even like know and practically wouldn't care. I mean, we're, we're humans. There's always going to be, you know, a a hard spot on a heel or a little callus up, uh, you know, that spot behind the big toe that always gets calloused. Now my feet are always calloused. Um, So it's funny that when you're in relationship with somebody who knows you're a foot fetish, they're going to be the first one to bring it to your attention. They're so hyper aware of their feet at that point. Right. Yes. So I have, there's been a couple times, I often actually, where the husband goes to rub his face on my feet and I'm like, no, 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 my feet are really rough right now because the reality is I love to be barefoot. I, I'm everywhere barefoot. I, I'm on the concrete barefoot. I'm in the grass. I do gardening barefoot. Everything is barefoot. Um, and so I'm constantly like the upkeep. So I get pedicures pretty regularly, but like I said, I've been having a hard time with finding somebody that can do the polish just how I want it. So I've been, I don't know, I'm saying like maybe twice a month I do my own. And then one of those other times I go into the salon just because, you know, I've always said, I don't really know how to cut my own nails. I always give myself ingrown nails. Um, so uh, I, I did go recently to get a pedicure and I told him, the color that I wanted. And then I said, don't put a top coat on it. And he was like, well, like, that's the weirdest request, right? He's like, why not? Like, it needs shiny. Or do you want a matte top coat? And I'm like, no, no, I don't want a matte. I don't want a shiny. Like, just leave it. And he was like, but then it's going to chip. And I, and I had to explain to him that I was you're going to put home. your own design on it. Yes. And do my own artwork. And he says, well, I can put a flower on it. And I said, boy, <laughs> No one wants your basic bitch flower on there. Like <laughs> at this point in my foot career, quote unquote, I, I really don't want any more yeah, flowers if you, on my if if you had a six petal daisy shape on your toe, we'd we'd all but laugh at you at this point. <laughs> I mean it'd still be cute. I still do it sometimes, but 
Yeah, but um, I mean, we expect the rare night blooming orchid. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying if it's Halloween, especially, you know, and I know Halloween will have just passed, but uh, yeah, I, I want a really cool petty and nobody can do the kind of art designs that I do on mine. So right now, if you've not, if you're not on my Twitter or my OnlyFans, because I've not posted it on uh, Instagram, um, then you wouldn't know that I have Chucky's eyeball and the stitches on my big toes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I am on your Twitter, but but I just did it. I just did it last night. So, <laughs> oh. um, and we had a, like a super quick mini photo shoot, so they'll be on bottom drawer photos soon, I'm sure. But. Uh, but yeah, so I did the Chucky eyeball kind of ripping, you know, and the little stitches everywhere. It looks pretty cool. And I just don't think that anyone else could have done that like that. So they wouldn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. So the guy that does my feet, and it's been the same guy. Um, he does a good, good enough job uh, getting the feet soft and massaging and stuff. And this is not the one that was like creepily rubbing forever. Um but uh, so, yeah, so that's what I do as far as foot care is other than my regular pedicures. And then I also get a, a, a oh, my gosh, it's a, it's a wax. I can't remember what the name of it is right uh, now. I'm like, well, I was going to say, you said that's what you do for foot care. And basically, you only talked about that's what you do for nail color between petties. Well, you, OK, so 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 pedicures, other than beating your feet up, walking on barefoot and everywhere. Well, pedicures, I mean, what they do for pe- the basic pedicures, basically, you know, cut the cuticles. Um, you know, exfoliate the feet, cut all the skin around it, around the toes and the nails and get rid of any calluses. Um, They do foot scrub again, like all that kind of basic stuff. And then they lotion them up and massage and all that. Um, What do you do on the off weeks? Anything? I do. I do a lot more on my own. So I do um, paraffin wax. That's what it's called, a paraffin wax. I don't know what it is with the paraffin wax. But it makes them so sensitive that I love, I come home and I just want to touch things with my feet. So I want to put them on my husband's face and his hands. I rub the carpet. Like, I mean, it just makes them so sensitive. It's like you're uh, rolling on ecstasy. (laughs) A little bit, yes. But only like, you know, the bottoms of my feet. (laughs) Uh, No, but at home, um, I constantly using different types of oils constantly using lotions i have this problem with my heels where they're like these little um cracks like tiny little cracks that are so hard like they're they get really dry and it's really hard to keep them you know from getting bad and turning into calluses so i'm constantly moisturizing that constantly putting all kinds of shit on them and I basically like sand them down with the scrubber. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like mm-hmm. scrubbing all the dust comes off, which I sell. Uh, <laughs> I have a person that consistently buys it and. Oh, and there's a, there's a fetish and a customer for everything, isn't there? There really is. Yeah. Um, he likes to taste it. He says it tastes like feet. So, you know, he rubs it on his cock and, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> what won't horny guys rub on their cocks? Really? I don't know. I mean, because I'd like to say like fucking hot sauce, but I bet you. Oh, no. There's, there's a plenty. ton of people rubbing fucking hot sauce on their cock right now. I mean, I, <laughs> well, I remember just before we started recording, you said, you know, talking about uh, we've fallen away from you know me defining some of the odder terms we've used and it's funny because i remember in an early episode i don't remember how it came up and it was a really early episode i had to define figging on the air still don't know why it's called figging when it's done with like uh, ginger and radish and other spicy vegetables but i think that was in our citra episode I, i feel like it was yeah because we got a little bit into cbt in that episode but, you know, right. if there are guys who will, uh, you know, do urethral sounding with uh, spicy vegetables, there are guys who will put hot sauce on their nuts. Yeah. So sure. there, there isn't anything that you won't put on, that guys won't put on their cock to come. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, so um, I mean, that's, 
you know, my husband takes really good care of his feet too. So he, I don't know what is it with men. Is it because of the type of shoe you guys wear? Because like his feet get really callous too. And I'm like, and he never, ever, not even for two seconds does that guy walk around barefoot. I was going to say, yeah, I have completely the opposite problem. I'm never barefoot. And I definitely think my calluses are from my shoes. Um, where a woman's shoe, well, especially a heel, you tend to put all the weight kind of down towards the toes. Men's are pretty flat. And I've always attributed it because I, I, I've paid attention um, because one foot gets more callus than the other. And most human beings do not have two identical size shoes or feet. Unfortunately, right. you have to buy two identical size shoes. So I find that the shoe that is slightly looser causes more calluses. Because so it's then, rubbing. It's rubbing more. It's the sliding. Yeah. Yeah. Your foot yeah. sliding back and forth on the um on the insole is is what I attribute any callousing to. So do you do anything to care for your feet? Um or I you do, just kinda let them be. I, I don't completely let them be. You know, obviously I, first and foremost, trim your nails and such. Um, especially since my nails tend to even when I'm keeping up on them, tend to to break through the sock right at the big toe. I was talking to, <laughs> talking to a comic friend of ours and I said, I got some, got some badass big toes. They just like rip on through the socks. So we were talking about just like where we get our socks. And sometimes because the designs are huge, you're buying really cheap socks. Yes. Yeah. And especially if they're a one-sided design where, so the left foot, left sock always goes in the left foot and the right sock always goes in the right foot. That's when, you know, so you wear it down. Yeah, you wear that spot down really, really quick, unfortunately, especially in cheap socks. Um, but no, I'll also, um, I mean, I don't have like the plane and the rasp and the the pumice and the this, the, you know, the six different layers that I've talked about when, you know, when I've done somebody's <laughs> feet for them. Um, but yeah, the the basic pumice one, I, I'll definitely hit my calluses with um, or in a total guy mode. I can also just kind of take a pocket knife and kind of pick at it. No, not, not, no, I'm not ripping my feet apart. Just almost like shaving. Like you're shaving. Yes. Just taking the, the, the straight edge of the pocket knife and running across the callus. And basically it's the same thing as as scraping a callus, just with a much more manly tool. (laughs) See, I, I, I promise so often that I don't, I don't get, like my calluses will never get that big. Like so, the there'll be like a little rough spot, and there's a spot, there's a spot on my um, the ball of my foot where I, um, like I got a cut on a glass or something when I was young, so it's kind of a scar there, mm-hmm. and that tends to get kind of rough around there. So I'm constantly pumicing that. I'm constantly do, using the little tool that's like a cheese grater, you know. Yep, that's that's what's um, rough. But then that can leave there. that can leave your feet really rough too. So, um, so then I follow up with like a dry pumice stone though. I'm not a wet one, a dry one. You know, and that's, then I just, that's the thing with, with any of those, even with woodworking, you know, you start with a plane and then the rasp and then the sandpaper and then a finer sandpaper. Yep. It's the same idea. Exactly. That's and exactly what it is. If you've got a, a really good home kit, you've got the, the plane, which is the, literally the, the blade with the safety. And then the next step down is the rasp, which is what you call the cheese grater. And then the next step down is a rough pumice. Yep. And then the next step down would be the finer wet pumice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I use all of those all the time. So my feet are generally pretty soft, despite the fact that I'm always walking around barefoot everywhere. So, um, and then I add to that, you know, the ending being, um, oil it down and then uh, paraffin wax which is fucking amazing or like they sell it in a booty now like you can buy it for five bucks on Amazon and you basically put it in hot water like boiling water and then you stick your foot in the booty you like rubber band the booty around the ankle and you like let it sit and massage it it's fucking amazing so ladies if you have not done a paraffin wax you really need to. You really need to. But there's there's a, a warning I want to give, but I think we'll give it right after this quick break. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And we're back. And just before the break, you were talking about um, you know, bagging your feet for paraffin wax. I've also heard of um, they make a kind of sock that um, is made of a, a less co- it's still porous, but it's not. So you can actually put lotions or, or paraffin wax in it. And it's as a sock, it's a little more comfortable than walking around with like, oh, it's like um, garbage bags. It's in your feet. Some like uh, aloe infused. I've seen them like with socks sock infused or I've just seen them where the sock is made with enough synthetic material that the lotions and waxes don't leak out. Uh, either one's available. Uh, but what I thought you were going to say was all the rage a year, year and a half ago, the foot peels, the acetic acid, I believe it's acetic acid, acetic or acylic. And we can have some chemist uh, ring us up later and explain what I said wrong. But one of those, there's also the ureic acid ones, which is terrifying because I think by the root of the word, we all know effectively what ureic acid is. Um, now, some women swear by those things, the foot peels and all the not- baby feet and then all the knockoffs. I've never tried that. Before. And I think for you, you're going to have the same reaction that a lot of the people I know have, which is. Stay the hell away from that. Why? What happens with it? Tell me about it. I didn't know about this. So if you've got soft or fairly sensitive skin, if if your feet are covered in callus and therefore have a lot of thick skin on them and therefore have a lot of room to have an acid peel on them, you probably don't notice it. It peels away a lot of dead skin. If you don't have a lot of dead skin or if you have some dermatological issues or dermatological sensitivities i.e you just have soft sensitive skin you're putting acid on your skin and i have seen women where the peel won't stop i have seen women where it's a freaking acid burn oh god because it is a freaking acid burn and you just don't know how sensitive your skin is to whichever of the three acids they use or especially when they're not the brand name one, what's the concentration of acid they use? And yeah, where it's supposed to be, okay, I take the bag off. It doesn't seem to do anything for two days. Then for three days, it's peeling like crazy. And then on the fifth day, miraculously, you look like you got baby soft skin on your feet. Well, I want that, but I That's definitely would not. Do, but if you're at all sensitive to it, on the 345th day, your skin is still peeling off and bright red. Oh, shit. No. Yeah, they can be an utter nightmare. So I'm so not that... saying don't do them. I'm saying approach them with the utmost caution. And kind of like when you first want to dye your hair or bleach your hair. Test the area Test first. it on an inconspicuous area. Yes. That's Find it. out if you're That's sensitive it. to this product before you go sealing your feet in bags of it for five hours because you can't undo it so that leads me into my next thing that i wanted to talk about which is um and i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing this correctly but it's gara rufa g-a-r-r-a-r-u-f-f-a it's a middle eastern term which is basically a fish pedicure all right, so uh, we're not I'll talking about this. painting cute fish on your toenails. No, 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 no. Because that's we're a fish talking pedicure. about the little sort of feeder fish, and I can't. I should have checked to see what kind of fish they use, but um, you not know, like hundreds of fish in a tank. You put your feet in there, and the little fish nibble all of the dead skin away. Now it's huge in Thailand. Like they have like the way that they set up is like they have like this sort of bench on the outside almost like um like when you go get your shoes polished like you know there's that guy on the chin you know yeah, yeah. so well, um, to get train stations right yes yeah. so it's like a long like kind of a bench it doesn't even have a back to it and then they have these long tanks like a 
just across at the bottom. So you're sitting higher and then your feet hang and they go right into the water. And then the fish come and they nibble all of the dead skin away. Now, I, I've heard about this for years and I've always wanted to try it. Like you see it in movies, like at when they're having a bridal, you know, shower and shit like that. Um, and so I've always wanted to try it and I forgot about it for a couple of years until I went to the aquarium the other day and they had an actual. Any like, do not stick your feet in the aquarium. I did not. I did not. I looked at it like I leaned down and I, I was I, like, I'm, you know what I'm picturing now? I'm picturing uh, Star Trek for the voyage home when Mr. Spock is swimming in the uh, in the dolphin or the, the the whale tank, and it's dirty or <laughs> no, no, just know. he's he, he's just being a crazy Vulcan, and and he went to like the aquarium and climbed in the tank <laughs> and started swimming, and and of course he's Mr. Spock, so he's also mind melding with and talking with a do- uh, whale. Um, but I'm just picturing you being that crazy fucker at the at your local aquarium well, I mean, getting your like, ass thrown out because thing, you're like, like asking if the piranhas will like chew on your feet for a while. Well, it was like an attraction. Like anybody could do it. They weren't even charging for it. Like you just sat on at the, the thing aquarium? and stick your feet. Yeah. And you stick your feet in there and then the fish nibble your, you know, your your bacteria away. Except I looked in that tank and it looked filthy. And then I thought to myself, um, how is this? Like, how is that disinfected? Like, if I stuck my feet in there and then who stuck their feet in there before me, right? So I was like, no, thank you. I'll pass. Like, I just want to look at the fish and see what the fuck they look like. Well, and well, then we I moved on trust, to the fucking I'd, jellyfish, right? I trust the aquarium people to know exactly what kind of fish to use. Probably more than some well, weirdo in Thailand. Well, yes, um, but but also it, when you're when you're going into a salon, it's disinfected. It's properly, you know, Yeah, they drain the bowl. Most of them, at least, they they drain the bowl in between people. They spray it out. They disinfect. They disinfect all their tools, and you can usually tell uh, the best ones. They almost use the same sort of um, hygienic standards as a tattoo salon, a tattoo parlor, where you know they bring out all the freshly chemclave tools still in their bags in front of. Yes, you. that's always the best when they set yes. up their station in front of the client. And you can see that everything has been freshly disinfected and they fill the, maybe even wipe out the tub before you get there and definitely fill the tub in your presence. So what they're doing now is they've got these liners. They look like big shower caps. Oh, so so when they drain it, they throw away the liner. The problem is when you drain it like that, the liner water is now going into the tub anyway. But you're hopefully getting mostly clean. No, because they, they scrub it in between still. But they scrub it in between anyway. So yeah, that's some okay, of the, so... some of the post COVID things are a little overkill. They're, they're the the uh, the extra illusion of hygiene that isn't necessary because the old process was hygienic enough. Well, so I it made me um, it made me you know come home and think oh let me go find a salon that does this right because I've always wanted to do it and why the fuck not right. So in the process of finding a salon that does this, I discovered that uh, it's been banned in Texas since 2010. It's illegal and you can't do that anymore anywhere in Texas. And here's part of the reason why. (laughs) In trying to find another place. (laughs) To get it done, I came across an article where a woman who went to Thailand and sat in one of these little tanks and had her little bacteria removed by the cute, adorable little fish had to have all of her toes amputated weeks and months later because there was such a severe infection. And it's from, I don't know what it's from. I mean, it's... I mean, are the fish eating? Like, I thought maybe, see, this is what I didn't understand because I, I'm assuming they use the same little batch of fish over and over because they're expensive. So I looked, I there was a whole article on this and it turns out that like all those salons that were opposing this, the ones that were doing it, were like super pissed because for 500 fish, they paid $2,500. And so they were like, no, I can't use my fish. And what am I supposed to do with all these fish? And, you know. Um, and that was back in 2010. So can you imagine how expensive the little 
fish are now. But yeah, so um, they're unable to be properly disinfected because how do you disinfect? Yeah, you can't like the fish, you know, the fish. Yeah, you could you could try to you could change the tank probably more often than the average fish owner would. But unlike the average fish owner, you've got well, we said 500 fish in a tank and yeah, they're, they're eating dead skin. Um, but they're exposing whatever is under the dead skin. You know, you just, you just don't know what's on the feet you're putting in the tank. Yeah. What kind of disease feet are going in there? Right. And is that fish capable of, yeah, the fish is good at eating dead skin, but is it really capable of actually getting rid of the bacteria or the fungus. I mean, you know, athlete's foot is super, super common. Yeah. So she had to get a toe amputated because there was a a bone infection and then she had to get the other one and then the other and then the other one. And so she has like no toes on the one foot. And surprisingly, she has this huge Instagram following and I'm not going to say her name because I don't know that, you know, she wants it sexualized. I didn't go check out her Instagram page, but, um, but, but even it's a true story. And it just happened a couple of years ago. It was in 2018. So just a few years ago, I mean, yeah. So I'm like, guess what any is not doing ever, ever. <laughs> I, but <laughs> getting a fish pedicure. I will uh, cut off my own little dead skin. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm betting you because you said, well, first you did the Middle East. Then you said Thailand. I'll bet you this is a centuries old practice that has almost no issues associated with and somebody brought the technique over to the united states and missed chapter 12 of the manual. <laughs> yeah missed the point where they said you also have to salt the water with such and such or you know add three drops of freaking frank's red hot every four days something or maybe it's like leeches aren't you supposed to throw leeches away once they've been used to like drain somebody so well, maybe it's kind of like that maybe you're supposed to toss them out and kill them it, well that's the other thing i mean maybe these fish are like freaking uh you know beta and goldfish and you know diamond dozen there and here because they're importing them. They're, they're, imported. Trying the, they're trying to leave the fish too long and we know everything imported right now is wicked expensive but even before who knows yeah, i'm sorry that's just not something that oh no i guess and, statistically speaking and, i should i guess i should check statistics right but that just scared the shit out no, of me no i you're totally right to be scared of that and here's the crazy thing texas bandit you know the yeah the, the land of personal freedom and uh you know don't take away my giant hat and i can i mean fuck we I don't even, get we don't to even fuck my feet if i want to and they banned it yeah, we don't even have a helmet law. Like, you can ride your fucking motorcycle around without a helmet. But but fucking little fish, bacteria-eating fish are banned. Yeah. Well, I think I think the problem is they're not bacteria. They're skin-eating, but they're not bacteria-eating. They're bacteria-spreading. Dead skin-eating. Right. Okay. Okay. Dead skin-eating. Dead skin the flow of fucking... Yeah. Okay. No. No, no, no. We're just not going to go there. We're just not going to... We're just not going to do that. Yeah. And he was not... And he is not, Unless I get my own fish. Like, maybe I can have my own little... My you little, little school of yeah, uh, but you got to find your your Middle Eastern or or Thai expert to know how often you're supposed to recycle that fish. <laughs> what 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 is the part of the process that got skipped by lazy Americans <laughs> or lost? Yeah, in I guess that's what we should figure out first because yeah. Well, but then know. you also got to travel to freaking Oklahoma to do it because it's banned in Texas. You know what? Too though, I mean let's face it people get infections all the time going to salons just in general like a like an improperly disinfected tool can definitely cause oh no doubt yeah yeah, fungal infections on the nails and shit like that i hear hear all the time especially with acrylic nails yeah easy to easy to blame the little fish yeah not the fish as well Either way, I'm not doing it anymore, okay? I'm scared. <laughs> no, that's no no fish petties. We do not endorse fish petties. Um, we no, do not. I'm going to stick we, to... We endorse uh, utmost safety with uh, chemical foot peels. Uh, we do not endorse the uh, stepping on children's toys. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're no. Stick to okay. So, ladies, okay. Recap. Just stick to your cuticle removers, your pumice stones. Moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Oh my gosh! You know what? I almost forgot. Like my my secret to keeping my soul soft is every jizz. once in a while, like every one or two not, weeks. Not jizz. <laughs> it is not jizz. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be jizz. I'm about to tell you what you need to do. Um, I take globs of um, Vaseline or Aquaphor or some type of like super thick like like I have a, a foot cream that's like extra thick heel cream so I glob it on to my entire foot I saran wrap all around and then I put socks on top and I sleep with that on and see now if you bought the socks that I told you about that are somehow non-permeable you would wouldn't have to saran wrap your feet well you have to figure out then what kind of socks those are because I, yeah i gotta find you and send find them and send you a link or find them and send you a pair but Sir. i'm telling you that saran wrap like so um if i then there's been times when i don't go get a pedicure and i have really kind of let my feet go and i've been walking around barefoot or like um no that's not true i was gonna say like when i go to the lake or the river but actually that has the opposite effect like they get pumice on their own on the floor of the river, but um, oh yeah, I was I was gonna say much earlier, you, the the counter move for walking around barefoot is walking on a beach barefoot. Sand yes. is the ultimate pumicing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, but if I've been like on concrete or whatever, like, and my feet are just fucking rough, um, that happens usually in summer when I've been wearing like flip flops nonstop. Um. So the the saran the saran wrap flat around flat surface slides a lot, not not staying in one place on your foot, just like I was talking about with shoes. Yes, yes, exactly. But that trick, the saran wrap around the foot, like with the globs of Vaseline and then a sock on top, it's amazing. It's amazing. So something interesting you have said, not necessarily directly, but and I know a lot of other people have said. People talk about using oils and then using lotions and then using Vaselines. Now you Vaseline and Aquaphor petroleum product, effectively an oil, um, oils, obviously an oil. And then your lotions and such are all water soluble. And we all know that oil and water don't mix. And it's interesting. You don't stick to one or the other that you kind of alternate. Well, the lotion, I feel like it's like a, a, I wanted to, so if I'm wearing flip-flops and my feet are dry, I would much rather do a lotion because if I do oil, it stays oily and then I'm sliding all over the place. So I like to use like the lotion for like everyday kind of moisturizing, like during the day while I'm active. And then I save the oils for like after my, my shower or at night before bed. Um, But I buy, um, I mean, I have a ton of oils. I, once had um, my awesome little sub um, buy all of them off of my Amazon wish list. So I've got a ton of them sort of lying around with different scents and everything. But I think the most effective one is just plain old organic coconut oil. Oh, and it's God. actually people like. Lo- people like love cooking. coconut oil for everything. Well, it is. It is, it's it like is a the ultimate oil. panacea. You can cook with it. It's great for your skin. It cures cancer. It uh, no, I know. I'm joking, but um, <laughs> people who people got got crazy about a coconut oil five years ago, and they did click claim it fixed everything. And you know, it doesn't fix everything, but as far as uh, a versatile oil, well, it didn't fix fucking my husband's cholesterol. <laughs> they were saying he had because he's a health nut, right? And he does not eat poor at all, anything ever. And his cholesterol levels were a little off, not a lot. Um, and so he went through the list of everything that he eats. He didn't even, he doesn't even eat red meat. And then we figured out that it was the coconut oil that was. So I stopped, I had to stop cooking with coconut oil. 
because I use it for cooking too, just like you said. But yeah. no, I buy this like huge organic tub. It's like 10 bucks. And, you know, the coconut oil is like kind of pasty. It's not just like an oil. And so I just scoop out some of that and I sort of keep it separate. You can add uh, scented oils to it and it makes it smell even better. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I swear by that shit. But yeah, that's 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 my big old secret. I wanted to uh, uh, steal Goddess Rhonda's recipe for her oils. Um, she told me what she puts in that I can't remember exactly what it is, but I I have to say her oils really did a good job on my feet too. So she said she was going to patent patent it and sell it, but I don't know. She's got so much going on. <laughs> But yeah, no, you, so that's what... one of the things is you cannot patent a fragrance. That's why designer imposters is perfectly legal. But you, but I mean, like just what's in it, I guess. Well, the combination what's in it is, of it. I, no, unless you, in that case, you can only. Well, I don't want to get into patent attorney, but yeah, if <laughs> if the blend of oils okay, don't patent it. She's gonna bottle specific, that and sell it. Yeah. She's just, gonna bottle it, it and sell it. Uh, you're calling me out on my absurd anecdotes to try to make me. Uh, you can't patent a fragrance. It's just one of those interesting little things that a lot of people <laughs> don't know. Well, I mean, you know, if we're talking fragrances. We're gonna have to save that for another episode because um, everything smells different to everyone. That is very true. So, you know, it's subjective. So. So yeah, you can't patent a smell. How do you how do you prove it fucking smells like roses? If I say no, that shit smells like fucking feet. It's like Doritos, right? I have a friend that refuses to eat Doritos because she says it smells like feet. Well, a lot of people we know describe feet as smelling like Fritos, so it makes Co- sense. corn chips, corn chips, yeah. <laughs> well, some people say corn chips and some people say cheese. So what the heck is a Dorito? It's a corn chip with cheese. Yeah, yeah, but I I do not smell. So I can see the corn chip, like, part of it. Like, the Fritos corn chips, I can definitely, like, my sister's feet smell exactly like, like, I can need some fucking cheese and chili to make a Frito pie. Um, but uh, Doritos don't smell like feet to me. Like, I've never smelled feet like that. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. So we're going to save that uh, for another episode. We're going <laughs> to we're going to save the foot smell for another episode. We'll bring an expert on and he can tell us or or they can tell us what the fuck the different smells are like and what causes them. Yeah, we've been we've been terrible at describing this for a while. So we need, so, <laughs> we need somebody with a better foot smell vocabulary. And I, th- I think we have pretty much uh, found one and we're going to enjoy picking their brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, no... Um, no uh, aquarium uh, fish pedicure for me. Thank you. Mm. And uh, be careful with the uh, chemical peels too. <laughs> I, I I saw that. I think Bliss did that, right? She did. And she didn't have a great time with it. She's one of my negative test su- uh, case studies. There. I remember her like peeling it off. I don't remember knowing that it was a bad experience. But I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. I didn't realize that's what it was doing. But no, I've never tried that either. I'm afraid to now because I, I do have sensitive feet. I don't know. I don't know. But that's just skin that 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 skin there is rougher than than most. Even when feet are soft, it's still kind of rough. I mean, we walk on them all day, so no. But anyway. So there there's my two uh my my two cents on uh foot care. And how I keep my feet soft. Um, you may not want to keep your feet soft because you may have uh, a different fan base than I do, but that's okay. So, well, thank you all for uh, <laughs> listening to this kind of rambling episode. But we also <laughs> do hope you learned something or uh, were entertained by us. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, the, well, I don't I know. Mean, like, we're, foot we're, care we're, is we're... important. Um, and pedicures are sexy and yeah and he gets I mean, asked a lot what to do we so, should have talked more about you know what kind of pedicures you find sexy because there are a lot of people that just don't want any nail polish and shit on their on their toes yeah I mean, i'm not a, page you gotta 
we have discussed this. You got to have some like dead on bang perfect nails for me to find unpedicured to be right. Um, but we've discussed that. Um, so maybe this one was a little, a little on the different side, a little, uh, little educational. Um, on the topic of, uh, you know, how to adorn your feet, though, um, and other parts of your body as well, it is, uh, I think we do need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Crowfoot Jewelry. Um, and Annie, is that unboxing video out yet? Yes, yes, it is. So go check it out. All right, so that's going to be on what the the podcast page or the uh, the nails page. I'm going to do both? it on both. I'm going to do it on okay. both. Yeah. I'm so on both. Facebook, check out uh, any.cutie.nails and any underscore podcaster, and of course at Crowfoot Jewelry. Um, but any's but, unboxing video. But just to correct you, you did say Facebook. I don't have a Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. You know what? <laughs> Just on the way home today, I heard some crazy bullshit out of the, the land of Zuckerberg because Facebook goes Instagram. And now right. Facebook, yeah. Instagram, WhatsApp, and a couple other crazy things they own that we're not even familiar with are going to be under the uh, umbrella of a new company called Meta. And, you know, I just want to throw Zuckerberg off a bridge. <laughs> what does that mean for us? I have no clue, but he's going to be doing some sort of crazy... Uh, AR stuff now. Okay. So it's he's not like gonna... a fucking tax write-off and shit, and that's why he's creating this new company? No, I don't think so. I think it was just so that he could acquire something else uh, before the FCC just tries to break him apart. Uh, yeah, now he's doing some crazy augmented reality stuff. He, he promises you'll be able to uh, virtually, holographically go to a concert with your friends and crazy fucking shit. But, oh, yeah. wow. I could do he... sessions then. Yes. <laughs> Virtual holographic sessions. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> but, all right. So, yes. Uh, Instagram. All Instagram. Any.cutie.nails. Any underscore podcaster for the unboxing uh, video of her haul from Crowfoot Jewelry. Our, uh, our good friend there. Uh, at Crowfoot Jewelry. All on Instagram. So, and then also... Don't forget to follow at Top Toes and Hose. Uh, Until I get taken down, I just got some. I, I just got some posts pulled because uh, I posted them five years ago when the TOS was different, and now they violate the TOS. And I'm like, oh god, what am I gonna? You, do? you have like ten thousand posts. Are you really supposed to go back and un hashtag everyone or un you know? My um, my Apple crashed if I try to scroll back three weeks. I can't scroll back. Years. Yeah. Go back six years and remove all your hashtags. Right. Oh my so, gosh. They're ridiculous. Uh, anyway. Yes. But follow follow me at um on Instagram, on Twitter, on FetLife. Uh, do I have any other platforms yet? No, not yet. Um email. They can contact us by email. Teamtoptoes at gmail.com. Oh those toes one at gmail.com. And any's toes at gmail.com and if you're not good at writing all these crazy things down remember just this one oh those toes dot team top toes dot com and everything else is there <laughs> or just scroll down and click you can find us you can find <laughs> us everywhere and for those of you masturbating to our voices right now really oh, the the one of them <laughs> <laughs> All one of you. <laughs> well, you, you're welcome. Bye.